Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I am so excited to be here today on this fine Tuesday morning. We have a special, special guest. I told y'all, be ready, be ready, be ready. We have Mr. Elvis Tichi Amwa. He is a professional soccer player, a kingdom man, a leader, and everything else. He's an amazing person, and I have the privilege of knowing him and just speaking to him about God and just living this Christ-centered life. So today, if you're ready, I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea, and if you're driving, be safe and stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome to Comfort Talks Tuesdays, everyone. Today we have a special, special, special episode. This is for our first June episode, and I have Mr. Elvis um, Tichi Amwa with us. Um, it's so exciting because he is a professional soccer player, he is a kingdom man, and he is a leader. So today we're about to receive a lot of gems from him today. So I want y'all to grab your books, you know, grab your notes, take notes, and it's going to be really, really awesome. So I want to welcome you. How are you doing, sir? Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well by the grace of God. And how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And it's such a pleasure to have you here and i just want you to just introduce yourself a little bit like what you do and what you're all about if that's okay yeah that's perfectly fine it's an honor to be here um thank you for you know having me here as well and god bless you for the things you're doing for the kingdom Um, about me okay so i'm a soccer player um I don't. I don't know if I want to go too much, but I'm a circle <laughs> player. You. <laughs> you I'm a circle player, and I'm still grow, growing in the Lord, and He's teaching me a lot of things, and mm. um, I'm always seeking to know more about Christ, and and always trying as much as possible to to give out, you know, as much as I can what He yeah. gives me. Definitely, and, definitely. Uh, basically, that's it. Not married yet. Um, hopefully, soon. Uh, <laughs> hopefully <laughs> soon you mean soon, soon i mean, I mean yeah. soon um yeah basically that's it oh that's awesome um so he's not just a soccer player like he's like an actual like professional everyone so he's just <laughs> downplaying his accomplishment but he's really really amazing and um he also um has a snapchat group that he has do you want to quickly get into that if anybody wants to join um they can Oh yeah. Um, so I think a year ago, um, mm. I was praying one day and God spoke. You know, I heard a voice saying that um, I should um, start trying to. You know, I should open up like a Snapchat group because mm. um, I just felt in my spirit that that app has been categorized in a certain way where there's a lot of negativity on that app, and Ooh, God was yes. like, okay try to create something positive on, on that app and see how many people will be interested in, in mm. coming to know me and I was like okay and I heard the voice say and you will learn too I was like yeah that's wow. good because I want to always learn you know yeah and so that is where that is how come you know um I started that WhatsApp um Snapchat group and I mean at least we have like 15 or four, uh, 15 or 12 people that mm. are in that group and 
we are looking forward to grow by the grace of god yeah definitely so if anybody wants to join you know you have my dms y'all can just let me know we'll add you it's really good i've been just so busy with school but thank god we're done so now i can finally start coming and everything so today he has a great topic i feel like this is the climate and the spiritual climate of this generation now um the topic is the struggle of our generation to lead a christ-centered life and that when you gave that topic funny enough i just finished like a whole sermon thing at school for that so i was like huh that is very 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 odd that you brought that but it's you know god works in mysterious ways so i want us to get right into it what is a what is your definition of a christ-centered life give us like your full intake from the bible like does it pertain to clothing does it pertain to like every aspect of your life like what does it mean to you yeah so when when the bible when god says or when we say that somebody is living a christ-centered life like i Mm. said earlier it means that um everything that the person does points to god in Mm. all aspects of their lives so meaning whether it's schooling whether it's working whether it's hobbies whatever it is that you do so far as you are under the sun (laughs) it has to point to christ and so when we say somebody's living a christ-centered life it means that whatever they do even in their failures it is pointing Mm. to christ Ooh, even in their failures can you get into that a little bit yeah i've never heard that wow yeah so when when somebody's living a christ-centered life mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they they are quote-unquote the perfect person you mm. could ever see on earth it Same means that. that these people are people that have recognized that they are weak and they need christ to be mm. able to survive and so therefore whatever they do whether it's failure whether when they fall short in any way they go back and they, and, and, and they go back to christ so mm. it's like christ in the center it's like you know he's the center of everything and so yeah. therefore I, I can use my 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 um career as an example like my mm. profession as an example yeah. in a game even though it's about the players and it's about this but there's somebody that controls the game mm. when there's a tackle everybody goes to him mm. when there's when there's a foul when there's an argument everybody goes to that person and who is that person the center man which is mm. who is the referee so basically christ is is the center so wow. when there's an argument you go to him when there's when there's a debate you go to him when you fall you go to him and so living the christ-centered life means that he is your all and he's all you need and i can back that with uh, um first corinthians chapter 11 verse 1 mm. and then you could you, you could see from what Paul was saying and I'll actually let me let me read first Colossians rather chapter 1 oh, okay. first Colossians chapter 1 verse 10 and it says my version says we ask this so that you will live you will live the kind of life that proves you belong to the Lord mm. and so when you're living a Christ-centered life when people see you is a proof of who God is Woo. Say that again. Say that again, please. So, Come on, one more time. One more time. And so, when you, like whatever you do as mm-hmm. a Christian, or when people portray you, yeah, as you're living a Christ-centered life, it means that when people see you, whatever you do points to Christ. It's not mm-hmm. you. So when people see you, they have to see 
God in you. They have to see Christ in you. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you will not fall. It doesn't mean that you will not fumble. But even when you fumble, mm. your your reactions and how you how how you take things points to God. Christ came on earth, and there were so many many things that He went through. Yeah. But like He said on the, during His last prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane, He said that mm-hmm. nevertheless. If this cup cannot pass me by, but nevertheless, thy will be done. Yeah, and yeah. so, he was pointing to God, like how we should point to him. Yeah. Even amidst all that was going on, he was still like, God, let your will be done. Yeah. Let your will be done. That is true. And so, mm-hmm. when you saw Christ, he was mm-hmm. the image of the God that he was talking about, about the Father that he was talking about. Mm. And so it's the same way for us as Christians. When people see us, they should see Christ wow. in wow. the same day. That's amazing. So I want you to get into a little bit of the failure thing because, you know, someone would say, you know, I, I'm not a Christian, but I want to pursue, you know, Christ and I want to live this Christ-centered life, but I'm being pulled by all the influences around. So, like, how would you answer that? How would you help someone that's in that, you know, atmosphere right now? They want to pursue the Christ-centered life. They want to take Christ as their personal savior. They want to live this life because maybe they've seen someone at church or whatever the case may be, but they're being pulled by, like, all the noise outside and in culture. How would you, like, help someone out like that? Okay, so we have all been there. Mm. We've all been in that, you know, in those situations where we could see the things that, you know, we want to do but we are not able to do mm. like what paul said he said um the things that i want to do i am not able to not do able it. to yeah but yeah. the things that i do not want to do those are the things that i find myself doing oh and so goodness. and so when when somebody has that urge and desire mm-hmm. in them to pursue christ and miss of their failures it means that they have taken the first step for the mm. fact that you've been able to realize you're in darkness and you're mm. seeing that light is ahead of me and I have mm. to go to light. It means you're already a winner. And so the first step is like, I don't know if the person is a Christian or he's not a Christian, but the mm. first step is to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal savior. Yes. Because yes. without him, there's no way and mm. no chance that you can be able to get to God and so if you come to that realization that I can't save myself I can Mm. reconcile to God I need somebody to take me there Mm. I am weak and then so when when you realize that point and then you 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 get to know that now I need somebody and who is that person and so Jesus comes to you and he presents himself to you Mm. because he's already been knocking yes and so when you realize that it means that you've open the door for him to come in and the rest will be a wonderful journey I promise <laughs> and i think i heard like once joyce meyer say once she said your your bad day without christ is always going to be bad but your bad day with christ it's going to be better than when you weren't in christ and i was like what Perfect. do you mean by that but then i was like it makes a lot of sense because a lot of people you know are in culture right now they're like you know i'm living the life i'm doing whatever i want whatever but then they're like oh but christians are still going through you know pain and sickness and all that and it's just like but 
because we have such a comforter and we have such a, a a father such as God and such as Jesus who is our savior it makes that like it makes all our troubles kind of have value like we know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel we know that through it all christ is with us through it all jesus will never for um god will never forsake us nor leave us so it's just that comfort that we have within our struggles so then i want to give you this second question or this third question um is this issue of not leading a christ-centered life is it from us as christians is it from like people is it from culture or is it from like the church that's you know not helping enough or is a lack of teaching um how would you like explain that like why is it so hard to live this christ-centered life like who's the issue this this is a big question Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) this is a big question and a little controversial but like i said (laughs) um first of all like you said is it the fault of a christian Mm. I would say that mm-hmm. all these three stages have their flaws and have their positives. Mm, and so yes. when it boils down to you being a Christian and accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, and it's difficult to live a Christ-centered life, you have a part to play. Mm. Maybe your foundation of how you came into Christ was not based on you having a real relationship with him but probably was based on somebody who was supposed to guide you at some point in life mm, yes and so, yes yes mm-hmm. and so when you bring all these together you could see that every single layer has a part to play mm. to be everybody able. has responsibility kind of yes mm. every single layer of it you the christian the church mm-hmm. and the man of god these three layers all have their part to play and we can look that in scripture for the christian you can use the people of israel Mm. as a representation of what it is Mm -hmm. these people were saved these people were were loved by god to the extent that he he divided the sea for them but when moses went up to the mountain to bring the commandments these people could not hold it they could not hold for him to come back. Mm. They could not hold. They could not bear the pain and the sacrifices. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. they had to create another God. Mm. And so this boils down to us when when we come to Christ and and there's a little form of wave and storm and, and Christ is in the boat with us, but there's a little wave and storm. We tend to tend to other things. Mm. And so Mm-mm. this Whoa. is us. This is mm-hmm. us. And now, when we when it comes to the man of God, that is the second layer. Mm. The Bible makes it clear that when you are sent by God and you do not deliver it, <laughs> there is something for you that you have to pay for. Oh yeah. We can we can put we can put Jonah into 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 the same you know category. Yeah. We can, we can put Jonah into this same scenario. And even if you read the book of Ezekiel chapter three verse eighteen, where God, God told the people. God told Ezekiel to tell these people that this is what I want you to tell them. Mm. If they do, if you fail to tell these people, and they fall short and they die in in their sins, their blood will be on your hands. Ooh. And so that is that is another part to play. Mm. And so when it comes to the church, 
the definition of the mm-hmm. church is, is really is really huge and big because you and I are the church mm. and so therefore coming together in the unity of the faith and if we do not groom these people with good foundations mm-hmm. is the church is um, the church is like the army base where we groom people mm-hmm. and so when they go out for war they are already prepared for it mm. and so when when these things do not happen and they go out they are and they are thrown at you know a different doctrine or mm-hmm. different things it, it becomes difficult for them and they easily fall short so if the church will do its work by grooming its people well training its people well mm. when they go out there they'll be strong enough to hold on to any plan of the enemy against their lives and they will not be defeated mm. and if the christian will yeah. hold on also and sacrifice and not do the like how the Israelites did and do the opposite of what they did it will also be a plus and so when the man of God also comes and he he gives people the word I'm not saying prosperity message is not good it's really good it, it, it uplifts our faith but if these people are not deeply in the word mm-hmm. it's difficult yep. and so these three layers everybody has a part to play mm. So then the church then has like a lot of things to do. But then as much as the church has a lot of responsibility, the person himself have a responsibility. Because I know some people, you know, the only day they read the Bible is when they go to church, right? On a Sunday. So it's like, it has to be both ways. You can't just lean solely on your pastor because you have to do that individual work on your own so then what kind of work can someone do to live that christ-centered life like what are some practical ways that you would advise someone that's an upcoming christian or is still a seasoned christian but how to continue this good fight of faith Mm. um i would say that first thing is to die to self Mm, that's, a <laughs> that's a big one that's a big one the first step is, is to die to self and mm. when you die to the, yourself and you are alive in Christ it, I'm not saying it's easy it's not especially mm. in this generation not just this generation but in this world of technology and I suppose you go on Instagram and the first thing you see is a naked picture and you know this, this in this world of chaos and it's not helping yeah it's not helping anyone (laughs) (laughs) until we we die to self Mm. it will not be easy Mm -hmm. and so i would i would say and dying to self doesn't mean that it happens in a day or Mm. it happens in two days it has to be one day at a time and a day to work like christ said you know picking up the cross daily every mm-hmm. single day every yes. single day one mm-hmm. day at a time attacking every day with its own you know work mm. to be that is that is the only way that is the first step i think that every christian should take and mm. also seeking you know personal relationship with god mm. you can take everybody out it's just you and him mm-hmm. you and him you and him certain times i mean it's good to join the brethren in fellowship having a personal relationship with him to be able to you know hear him like the bible says that he's jesus said that my sheep i know my sheep and they know me and they mm-hmm. hear my hear voice, voice yes. and so they hear not 
we hear together. Mm. Wow, they hear. Yes, yes, yes. So it means individually he speaks Mm. to you. You Mm -hmm. and him. You know, it's you Mm. and him. And so when you're able to develop that relationship, it helps. It will will help your faith to be able to live a life that is Christ-centered. And also, like Matthew 6.33, that's my favorite verse. Seeking mm, seek first the kingdom of God and His mm. righteousness, and His righteousness. His, yes. I can be righteous in my eyes, but not His righteousness. I can, you can be righteous in so many ways. You think that you're righteous in in this way, in that way, but is it His righteousness? Mm. So that is what would also help when you seek His righteousness and all other things, like all other things. He didn't take things out. Your job your ministry, your relationship, mm-hmm. your marriage, is part of the whole other things wow. shall be added unto you. And so mm-hmm. I believe that if you are able to live by these three steps, we will grow to live a life that is centered on Christ. Even though things may not be perfect, but we will keep going because there'll be something to be looking forward to. And, and then we will have an assurance in God that he has already told me that if I seek him, I will have all these things. So then would you say that it's not just your strength that kind of aids you into living a Christ-centered life? You would say like it it takes the mighty power of God to help someone, you know, achieve this this Christ-centered life. Would you say that? Yes, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Because I always say this, do not try to prove yourself to God. Mm. <laughs> don't don't try to prove yourself to God. Yeah, because you fail. You will fail. 100%. Yeah. And so you have to realize and understand how weak you are. No matter Mm -hmm. how you think you've grown in the Lord, you still have to have that reminder that I'm weak. Christ is the one that makes me strong. Mm. And so whatever we are able to do Mm -hmm. is because of He in us. Wow. And so it's not by my strength or by by my power. It's like sexual um sexual sins or fornication or stuff like that the bible talks mm-hmm. about fleeing he know it, the bible knows that it's difficult for mm-hmm. us to be able to handle it yeah and so without strength we'll fail Definitely. with your strength you fail you cannot Definitely. prove your righteousness to god Definitely. without it without the justification of jesus christ mm-hmm. and so we have to realize how weak we are wow i like without that faith. you said that yeah so and i think apostle paul He's like one of my favorite people in the Bible. <laughs> Great men of God. Like he was always, because a lot of people think that a lot of times when he was writing the epistles, he was like in a classroom or something. No, half the time he was in prison. So for <laughs> half the time he was in prison. So him being in prison and still being able to write these uplifting messages, but yet still saying convicted, still teaching and still leaning on the strength of god just shows that like it's not by your own strength if it was me and i was in prison and i had to write this i'll probably not write it because i'm like like i can't do it i'm suffering but he knew that without god and without jesus like he was nothing nothing he said he like boasts in his weakness boasting in your weakness is not saying like you are strong on your own but it's just saying that you need a savior so i love that you said that so what is like one thing you want to share with us or two things that you want to share with us for us to take away in this message um 
the first the first one that I would say is that Christ is coming mm. and this should be a constant reminder yeah every definitely. single minute second day in our lives we should have that reminder in our hearts even if you can write it <laughs> in front <laughs> of your door <laughs> right when you open your door you see Christ is see coming because mm. the bible makes it clear david said that that word have i hidden in my heart so when the word is hidden in your heart that Christ is coming it, it pushes you it does yeah it, it pushes you to have a life where you you are living for something mm. you're living you know intentionally you're not just living you're not just living the life not just living you're living that something is ahead and so Mm. that word controls your lifestyle Mm. and so that is that is one thing that i would like to share with people have it in mind a constant reminder that christ is coming and let it affect your life let it affect your life wow amazing and also and Mm -hmm. also just know that yeah, in the end times and so yes just be careful because <laughs> <laughs> a lot we forget it i don't know it's just sometimes yeah. when life you feel like it's going so well you just yeah. forget that you yeah. know this is the last dispensation we are yeah. in one of the greatest ones grace yeah. Yeah. but we're taking the last dispensation of grace so like lightly and just mm-hmm. not using it as how we are supposed to and just basking in that grace and mercy and just perfect. seeking Christ perfect like all the time so yeah. it is amazing that you said that that it's a constant reminder everyone it doesn't just happen overnight you, it has to literally be hidden in you that everything you do you're like okay God is coming Christ is coming <laughs> everything is about to end and we need to just get ourselves together so then um, would you just give um, just an encouragement to everybody to um, that wants to share the gospel and you know our brothers and sisters that are still sharing the gospel just a quick word of encouragement for them to keep going hey I believe that you know there's a generation that God is building mm. you know to save this generation even though we might we might be thinking that it's a lot it's a lot of work mm. we should be encouraged that whatever we are going through Christ already overcame it and so therefore we should keep going it has been given to you personally that this is your purpose walk in it and fulfill it and so don't give up keep going and no man has your reward but God amen Amen. no man has your reward but God I hope y'all wrote some notes down because all this 26 minutes of just gems everyone so i hope everybody <laughs> wrote something i hope you took something away we i would definitely ask him to come back next time but because it was just amazing and to see someone in such a professional field still keeping christ at the center of his life is pretty amazing so that means no matter no matter what you're doing your career whatever you're doing you can do this you can keep christ in the center of your life you can live this christ-centered life so thank you so much mr elvis thank you so much so much so much thank Thank you for giving me your time because you're a busy man so (laughs) i want everybody to just stay tuned we'll be um coming back next week with another episode but thank you thank you thank you so much for coming and i hope you have a good day thank you so much for having me it's an honor no problem. Thank you. It was honor. It was an honor for me. So pleasure is on mine. Bye. Bye. Thank you.